Okay, welcome to this episode of our little podcast, exploring the, the world of work. Uh, what's your work? We'll be talking, as you'll hear, to Alex and Nana today. Uh, let's see where we get to. Okay, so welcome both of you. Uh, Nana, this is your first time, yep, first time in the studio. Great to have you here. Thank, Thank you for you. being here. Thank you. And Alex, you've come back yeah. for more. I didn't think I'd still be here, but you know, <laughs> you, we've made it. You made it. Okay. So uh, for those of you uh, that haven't watched the last one, we did a session with Alex. It was kind of an intro session uh, exploring your, I can say, your musical career, for want of a better phrase, of, of your interest in that, the work you've done, motivation, and so I'd love to check in on anything, any kind of reflections on, on last time, just anything that's, that's kind of there. Mm -hmm. You had a few things that you were going to do, so I'd love to explore how you've got on with those, if you've done anything. And Nana, you've just finished six months placement. And so I thought we could get on to kind of reviewing your experience, what you've learned, yeah. what you're thinking about next. Again, other people going through many similar situations. So how, how does that sound for you both? Sounds, Sounds good. good. Really yeah. good. Good to go. Okay. Anything you're hoping that we cover in this session? No, pretty much what you've said would be a good start. So. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm ready to delve back in. Okay. So as you sit here now... Uh, reflection on the last conversation we had, how, how was it? Um, I think it was a lot of, it kind of, not forced me, but like to have a conversation with myself about, you know, my abilities, my capabilities and my drive and where I'm going. Um, I think it made me a little bit sad afterwards because I guess when you put into the perspective of yeah I've, I'm doing the music but I'm not doing anything it's like well nothing's gonna yeah it's sort of like nothing's gonna drop out of thin air and just be like oh here you go record deal whatever so like I think it made me reflect on the kind of the boundaries that I put up myself as well as other boundaries as well that that like has stopped me and is stopping me from like pursuing that kind of career path mm. so that was kind of where I was like reflecting at that point yeah well look thank you for that I think it's a, it's a, it's a honest beautiful reflection and the sadness I'm, I'm going to say is a healthy sign mm. of confronting reality of I've got this thing inside me that's big and important I'm not making the progress on it that I want and would like and I'm and I'm I'm going to use a strong phrase. I'm kind of almost lying to myself about it, right? Like somehow it's going to happen, but it's not really happening and, and yeah. nothing's going to change unless I change something. So sadness would seem like an appropriate response to that. And in that is the opening of, okay, do I want something to be different? Yeah. So, yeah, thank you for sharing that. The other thing, which again was brilliantly phrased by you, was uh, I'm facing barriers some of those are my bar barriers mm. I'm putting up and some you know, there's plenty of external barriers, no question. Mm. And some of them you're putting up. Yeah. And there's a lovely phrase, I think you've probably heard me 
talk about, which is most people reach the limits of their belief before they reach the limits of their talent. Mm. Yeah, so you're an incredibly capable, able person on multiple fronts, from what I know of you. And so probably very true for you, right? Your beliefs about what's possible or not. And I think we even came up against it in the last session, right? In one particular area, it's that <laughs> for me, which is, oh, there's this person that would be amazing to have as a mentor, but there's just no way I'm going to reach out to them. Mm-hmm. Right? It, didn't, it didn't seem available to you or possible. Yeah. Which I'm going to suggest is your, you, that's you limiting yourself in yeah. that view. So, um, anything else you want to say off the back of just, yeah, what we covered last time or how you, how you? Um, no. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm okay. Great. So you had a, quite a few different things I think you were, you know, you were going to do, some yeah. of which you seemed very motivated about, others uh-huh. I was sort of asking you to do. How have you got on? What's, what, have, what have you done that, that you can talk about? So I think we probably know what's the thing that I didn't end up doing, but I did end up doing like three out of four of those sort of like tasks, Great. like starting, like getting that yeah. ball rolling. So... Um, and I, you know, I emailed back that guy that had reached out to me. He was being pretty vague about the whole when I could go. So I, I was just like, okay, I'm just going to do it myself. So I'm just going to go open mic night, make, just do that. Yeah. Um, and then I reached out to my friend Silka, who's a drummer. She just moved to Brighton like a couple months ago. So we've just been like kind of chatting and talking about like, how to kind of involve ourselves more with the Brighton music scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and sort of just talking about the Brighton music scene because um, she's experienced it, I've experienced it. It's quite like competitive. It's very different. Like she's from Oxford and ev- all the bands know each other. Like they all have this beautiful kind of like coalition. And like in Brighton, I haven't seen it that much just over the last few years that I've been here. So. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was an interesting conversation to have with her, but she's away right now, so we haven't been able to kind of touch base. And then I really struggled with the song part, like finishing a song, Mm -hmm. right? Um, I did it last night at like 10 p.m. I just finished this song, just like composing it, and and I felt really good about myself, but it did remind me of, you know, like being back at school and having deadlines and waiting to the last minute and without that kind of it made me reflect oh without those deadlines i don't do anything i don't complete things like i don't like without this Mm. podcast i probably would have just like sat there and been like "Ah, i'm not gonna do it like i got to like half seven last night i'd started writing the song at about six and then i had like a a two-hour phone call with my mum, and i was like i'm just not gonna get it done and then i just whipped my headphones on after the phone call and just like did like played around with it and just got it done and I felt good. And I was like, I really like this song and I can't wait to like actually record it and get it out there. And I don't have to worry about the composition because it's there, it's done. Mm. Like it's just, it's just getting some lyrics kind of like shoved in for like the second part. But yeah, no, like to have that foundation, I think, because I could spend years on w- working on one song, right? Yeah. I could spend years working on like a little part of a song and never finishing it. Mm. So that was like, that felt good. I've missed I've missed doing that. I've missed having like that structure and deadline. I know I'm just one of those people that, you know, will work towards the end of a deadline. Like mm. and that's fine. Like it works for me. It's worked it's worked during university, it's worked during school. It's it's so I'm not like too like bothered about it at the moment. Um 
But then, yeah, the final thing, the mental. So, so let's let's just pause there. Yeah. So, firstly, amazing. Congratulations. I'm looking at your face. It looks really happy. Yeah. <laughs> well done. I mean, it's exciting. What I'm hearing is is some sort of judgment or negativity about your process. Yeah. Mm. And I'm curious about that, right? Because one frame could be like, oh, you know, it's like being back at school or whatever. You know, another could be, oh, wow, this is how I work. Mm. Good to know about myself. Yeah. So let me set up my conditions around me where that's a feature. Mm-hmm. I think part of it is because I always need some sort of external um, kind of pressure, and I and I guess it doesn't feel right. Great. So we're back in your own limiting beliefs. Yeah. And judgments. Yeah. So one frame is oh. I should be able to do it myself. Yeah. I'm so inspired. It should yeah. just, I just. I shouldn't need a deadline, or is that right? I should just be doing should, it anyway. Yeah. Right. So that's a view that you have about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, and it could be great artists don't do that. Is that yeah? Is that what is that? Is that sound like an accurate view? Is that what you think? Yeah. That's that's how it's always been. <laughs> right. Yeah. So so one one inquiry might be: I wonder how true that is. Hmm. Right and 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 I'm not going to be claimed to be any expert on artistic creativity, but even from what I've seen, I don't think that's true at all in terms of people's process. But anyway, that could be one view that you could then beat yourself up about, like I'm not like that, or why aren't you? Know, and you could spend the next rest of your life in that kind of gap. Or another view be like, oh, so I work best when I've got a deadline. That gets my creative juices going. It gets me finished. So how do I build in? and find support to have deadlines to yeah. work to. And then I'm going to create a lot, which is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And it makes me happy. Does that sound so bad? No. Not when you put it that way. Right. Yeah. Because your intention is to create. Yes. And you love creating. And you know what works for you is to have a deadline. Yeah. So what's the implication of that? Um, it, I guess it's finding someone... To hold me accountable, I guess. Like, that's that's the main aspect. My mum has always been that person in my life that has held me accountable. Like, it's very reminiscent of when I was, like, six, seven, learning how to play the violin. And my mum was like, we can stop if you don't want to, but you need to practice. Like, you have to be able to do your exams. And I was like, no, I want to practice. I want to keep going. Mm. And it was like, she put that pressure on me. It's like, we don't have to do it. But obviously, I loved it. And I liked learning that instrument. So having that constant, like, every few weeks, every few months, being like, we can stop if you want. And I like that is always just reminded me of how I like kind of function having someone there being like, you don't have to do your music. Like you said last week, you said you can do option one and not do anything Mm. or you take option two and you do it. And I think it relates to that self-belief. And a lot of the times I can't consistently remind myself that I am good enough and I can do it and I do have that ability. So for me, I need I need that support and I need like my mom or my friends or whatever to just or you like my right. boss, like to to, I guess, keep believing in me so I can believe in myself. And I will start believing in myself when I see the outcomes of it, I guess, as well, like to be like, oh, I did actually finish a song. Yeah. I am capable Right? Like, that's sort of how I see it at the moment. So that feels very clear. Yeah. And I want to explore, if it's helpful, I mean, again, I mean, just like this is what I'm going towards, the, mm-hmm. 
sort of noticing still some like you think that's worse yeah than oh I, I should be able to do this without all of that I, I honestly I couldn't I couldn't give you like a concrete reason as to why I, I, I believe that or why I just it's it's easy to see what people present to you and how they function and how they work and not know what's happening, you know, mm. behind closed doors. And I genuinely, like I was on the phone to my mom yesterday and I genuinely do believe that everyone can just do things and they don't have to have this intense pressure. But then I'm talking to like my friends and they're like, oh my God, like I left my essay to the last minute and I do it every single time and I need that, like it, I'm not, it, part of it feels like I'm, I'm like, I'm the only person that, thinks this way and does like has to have these like like and there's also that aspect of relying on someone makes me feel more inadequate and like mm. not um kind of cut out for the real world yeah so i want to point to this right these are all views you have yeah you're doing a brilliant job of seeing them. yeah yeah and rather so one frame is like are they right or wrong right is that true or you know mm. so a different frame is is this a useful view, yeah. right? Is it serve me? Do I create more by holding that view, right? Because mm -hmm. some people could hold that view and go like, oh, yeah, that has me create a lot. Or some people hold that view and they're like, yeah, it gets in the way. It doesn't mm -hmm. help me create. What I hear is it's getting in the way for you. Yeah. And the creative process, right? We're vulnerable. Yeah. It's like, oh, people don't like this. Is it really good? Is it, all, all the things that, you know, the doubts and questions, even when it's fantastic. Right? I mean, let's talk about this this podcast, right? It's a creation. Mm. I love doing it. I believe in it. It's really helpful for me to have a sense check of, hey, does this sound useful? You know, how do, you know how was that? You know, because that helps to calibrate and make sure I'm not getting you know carried away or kind of misaligned. But and also we've got a routine. Like, okay, right, for me every week we're going to do one. Mm -hmm. Right, that helps to force as a forcing function to yes. make it happen. Yeah, because otherwise I could get pulled into a hundred different things. So just really encourage you to look at two things. You're great at seeing what's in your mind. It's fantastic. Is it actually serving and helping me? Does it feel nice to hold that view? Like, so these are all things to look at. Mm -hmm. And then you can play around with it. So you could do, because you talked about creating a little, like a little community of people to support. You could say, right, every week I'm going to release a new, I want to I play a new song to you, mm -hmm. this mini group of people, five, ten people. That becomes a forcing function of, oh, I better get it done then. Yeah. That may not feel like, oh, that's not quite like the deadline. It's just I'm doing a performance of a new song. Mm -hmm. But I've said I'm going to do it, so I'll, that'll make me do it. Yeah. Does that feel different? Is that what a great artist might do? Doesn't feel so bad? No. Okay. So that's, so that's for you to play. I mean, I'm, I've come up with that, right? Yeah. But that's for you to play around with of, of how do I hack my brain to present something that feels good Yep. that you want to go towards, which is going to get you the result that you want. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, it's a lovely thought of, well, I should just, this should just come out of me anyway, naturally. Like, that's not my experience of certainly my brain or other people's. Yeah. The skill is understanding what do I need to do to trigger the action that I want? Let me set that up and then I create. Mm -hmm. Is that helpful? Yeah, I agree. I agree with it a lot. <laughs> um, it's something to like, it's frustrating because I'll say like, oh, I'm going to work on it, but, and like, I should just do it. So why am I not doing it? Yeah. So, th so that's a whole world of judgment. Yeah. And you could inquire into that for years yeah. or just step back from go. Okay. Does, does that approach help me create? Mm -hmm. Does it? 
No. Great. So then we could look at a different approach, which is what? The things that do make me create. For example? So like um, having that deadline or performing every week and holding yourself to a... I don't, yeah, not holding myself because I don't think I can hold myself at the moment, whatever that means, but to have other people hold me accountable. Yeah. Like other people that care and will actually like invest that time into it as well. So, yeah. Does that help? Yeah, it helps. I just, it's like, will I do it? That's the question. Mm-hmm. It's with art because obviously, like, this is the last time I'll be on like this podcast. I'm assuming for quite a while, if not indefinitely. But like, without that pressure of you being there and having to tell listeners that you know, oh, I did it, I didn't. Yeah. It's I'm finding it still hard to connect it to my self belief and my values and yeah. It, it's, a, it's a weird one. I don't really know how to explain it at this point. Okay. What else do you need? Um, I don't know. I think just having someone to hold me accountable is like the best, it is just the best thing for me. It always has been like, hold, like. Okay, so would you like to work through that together? As in like the process of what you want to set up for yourself? Yeah. Things? Yeah. So who would you like to hold you accountable? Like if you could choose anyone, who would you, who would you, it doesn't have to be one person either, right? it could be a little group, but who, yeah. Yeah, who comes to mind as a. Oh, I don't know. Um. I mean, my first, my first, like the people that I see the most on a day to day, it would be like you, mm-hmm. like that is like one of the first um, people. Uh, but just kind of outside work. Like the only other person I could think of is like my mum, but okay. I don't see her a lot. And so this, you know. this collective, you know, you talked about setting up like a little musical collective or yeah. kind of community of people talking about music and the scene and how it's going and so on, right? And you, you made a step towards that with your friend who'd come down to Brighton. Mm-hmm. Is that a group to go to or not? Is that a different, is that, that's different, a different? Um, I just haven't explored it fully yet. So I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. Kind of how that might. How that might pan out. Okay. Would you like it to be me? For the time being. Okay. Yeah. Great. So, so what would you like? Um, I guess someone to ask, like, have you been doing this? Have mm-hmm. you been, have you set up a gig? Have you, have you been writing us? Like, I think it's more like the prompt and the reminder. Cause what, like life can get very, you know, hectic sure. and busy and, uh, you know, um, maybe just like a check-in. So I have someone to say to be like, look at my progress. I just want some, I just want someone Lovely. to see my progress. Okay. I think. And how frequently would you like that? Like once a week. Okay. So may I make a suggestion? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, sorry. Last question. Then, so you said for the moment. Yeah. What What would be a kind of 
a time for the, what would, how long is for the moment? Well, I would like to really set up this community in Brighton and have us all hold each other accountable. Or, mm -hmm. um, so I guess like maybe maybe like two, three months okay. of checking in. Because the other aspect of it is that as if I'm checking in with you like on a weekly basis and it, and I'm writing more music and I'm building up a repertoire and I'm, I'm doing, I'm having that kind of like consistent deadline. Yeah. I think I will just start to feel more confident in myself. Great. So let's, so let's, so this is where we work it through. And this is the bit where we take all of that energy uh -huh. and then convert it into some real, yep. see what happens. So let's imagine we're going to do this till the end of this year, yep. right? which is two or three months. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're now standing at the end of the year, looking back over this period that's yep. just happened. How many songs would you like to have completed over that time? Mm. I could probably like, about like seven. Okay. Seven songs. So that's about one a week. Yeah. Does that sound like yeah, a- Yeah, and I would like, I've always wanted to, to be able to do, like just to do that. Great. Yeah. So, so we could check in weekly. Yep. And one of those check-ins would be, okay, have you completed your mm -hmm. next song? Yep. Is that, yeah. And then it sounds like you've also got some other ideas about the number of having gigs or have yes. other, other progress you'd like to make. Yeah. So what I suggest is that you write that down mm -hmm. and just click, just like, okay, by the end of this period, I, this is what I'd like to have done. Mm -hmm. And then split it over the time mm -hmm. so we can see, you know, per week, what does that mean? Or am I checking every two weeks have you booked a gig or is it? You know, yes. Two gigs. I don't know what the number you know, But then we can get some quantum of, oh, that that's what you, that would be what feels satisfying for yes. you. Like, oh, gosh, if I've done that, then that would feel like on track. Yeah. And then we can check in on it. Yeah, that's good. What would you like me to ask you when we check in? Um... um... I guess the more practical questions of like, how how's it going? How's like the songwriting going? Have you booked gigs um, or gone for open mic nights more? Mm -hmm. More, right. yeah. yeah. Um, where do you feel that you're progressing? Maybe where you're struggling with it? Because I know some weeks I'll struggle with it as well. Um, so is there any reason that you wouldn't have completed a song? Um, if I just have a really hectic week, I think. But then, is it like it's also it's very hit and miss. Sometimes I can finish a song in twenty minutes, and sometimes it takes two days. So, it's. So, so for me, if we were working together this way, mm. what what I, what I'm bringing that I feel like would be supportive is just to have it as a really clear, like when when you come to the check in, you come with a completed song. Yeah. Like that that would be the rule. Oh yeah, can I show you the song? <laughs> if that's what you would like to do, yeah. yeah. And, and the difference is this, sometimes you might be coming with a completed song that you think, you know, the quality, this, this is not the quality I would like. Yeah. But it's complete. Yeah. And that for me, the discipline of that mm -hmm. is really helpful. Otherwise we get into, oh, it's not quite right, it could be better, and then, and then we've lost momentum versus, yeah. okay, that's done. I agree with that. Done, done three, done four, you know what, well, there was two that weren't very good. My next one, I'm going to combine those two and take some bits and, you know, fine. I don't have to put them on the album. Yeah. Right? But there's a rhythm and discipline of, I don't get to choose whether I complete this. 
it gets completed, whatever the quality is the quality. Yeah. And then again, just looking at what's going to be helpful. Like if it's helpful to, okay, well, if I've got to play it to you, that's going to help me get good quality, right? But I've got to, whatever I'm going to do, I'm, going to, it's, I'm just going to show you what I've produced. Mm-hmm. Does that, does that, is, would that be helpful? Yes. Like a hundred percent, that would be helpful. Great. And I get to listen to a song every week. There you go. <laughs> Win-win. <laughs> You don't seem too excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, yeah, no, it's, it's the criticism. It's like the criticism or like, what are they do thinking? What do are you they... want me to criticize your song? Um, no. No, because yeah. I don't know how to do that yeah. anyway. <laughs> I'd love to be a witness to it, yeah. of your process. Of, mm-hmm. You created something and I want to honor that. It's a beautiful thing. So what else is there, would you like or would be helpful? Does, it feel, does that feel like that does it? Is there anything missing? Um, I don't know what you can offer as well. Because I know we've, you, we've talked outside of this, like with like contacts and stuff. I'm not sure, I'm not sure what you're well, we're like. gonna t- This is going to be number four we're going to come back to, right? Of, yeah. Of how do you expand your network yeah. in a very meaningful way? Because I'm not a good person in terms of, my connections into the music industry. Yes, right? yeah. I, I have lots, but that, I mean, I'm generally, generically I have lots of different connections, but the music industry, I'm gonna say generally, I'm pretty weak. Yeah. Um, however, we, we, you know, we will come on to, if it feels the right time, and talking about, okay, how do I build my network? Yep. So anything else on the check-in at the moment that would be, so we could do a weekly check-in, you're going to map out Everything you want to, you know, you think you, to feel satisfied with the progress, what you would have achieved, well, then break it, you'll, you'll break it down week by week of what that looks like. And then we'll talk about, okay, so where have you got to or not? Yep. And all I'm going to do is just ask you the questions. There's going to be no judgment. There's yep. not going to be, oh, you need to do better or differently. It's just going to be a way for you to have a point in time where you're measuring your own progress. Yeah. And you will come to those with a finished song each week. Is that? That sounds great. Yeah. Great. Okay, should we move on to number four of your, of your so you did three out of four, it's mm-hmm. a real acknowledgement, well done. So four, for those of you who are wondering, like, what's this mysterious number four that Alex, <laughs> sounds like it hasn't done, um, we'll find out, uh, was you had a, I can't remember the person's name, a, a singer who was really uh, like, oh my gosh, their music's amazing, I'd love to have them as a mentor, I don't feel able it's possible to reach out to them is that and then so that wasn't the action wasn't to reach out to them it was it wasn't that's well like that wasn't my recollection but great okay so what what did what did you hold as the action then to reach out to them i understood that it was to write you know uh inquire and mm-hmm. say oh i really enjoy your music would you have any chance of like having like 10 15 minutes to t- chat or to yeah. look through yeah. And and you didn't do that. I didn't do that. So that wasn't my recollection of what the action was. So I think we talked about that. Okay. And you said, oh, that doesn't, I, I'm not up for doing that. So okay. you're really clear. What I think the action was, I said, okay, well, there's this course that you could look at that would be a, how, here's how to reach out, that you would, you would do that as a step to build your knowledge, skill, understanding of like, oh, is it okay to do that? How would I do that? Yeah, I misunderstood that. Completely. Okay. Did you get the course? I got the course. Haven't signed up. Okay. Yep. Just putting it out there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
So that's okay. And again, what I want to point to is just noticing how we get in our own way. Mm -hmm. So there was one action which you didn't want to go towards that I think you were clear about. I think we came up with a different action. Does this ring your bell now? We came up with a different action. I remember I remember talking about the course, but I still came away thinking, oh, I need to contact Miss Phoebe Bridges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that's what I'm talking about getting in your own way. Yeah. Because your brain's like, oh, I really don't want to do that. Yeah. If that's what I've got to do, I'm not doing it. And then that overrides the other step, which was, oh, actually, okay, let's forget about that for the moment. Let's take this step to inquire into how would I even go about such a thing? Is it okay? What would that mean? Mm. And let's hear some other stories of how of how people have done it and so this is what our brains do we kind of take away the opportunity for our progress and growth and learning because there's something oh we don't want to do that and even though this is another thing that you were sounds like you're up for doing yeah. it got bucketed into oh it sounds like that and I said no to that I don't want to do it yeah okay so uh, do you want to do the course yeah I want to I want to I want to see that perspective because yeah. it's not something that exactly. I would ever go around doing Great. So we might have you back on once you do because I think it would be, I think, you know, it's an amazing, and we might, you know, I'm going to see if I can get Ollie who built the course, this is Build a Better Network for those of you that are wondering what the course is, mm -hmm. see if I can get Ollie on. Cool. And then you can do the course and, have, and, you know, he can join and we can have a chat about it. Anything else? No, I think that was, I think that was it. Great. Yeah. Nana. Hello. <laughs> hey. So you've been patient, listening. Thank yep. you for that. What's what are you taking from that conversation? What are you what are you hearing about where Alex is at and what's going on? Um, no, it was very interesting just to hear Alex's perspective on what you asked her to do. Um, it was just interesting because I don't really know. Like, I listen to music, but I don't really know much about actually making music and yeah, just the whole process is it's interesting because I did relate to some of what Alex said about um, feeling like pressured or having someone to be there to tell you oh do this or I, I can relate to that at work because sometimes when I have tasks to do I I think I work better when somebody's like this needs to be done by this time and <clears throat> yeah so I do feel sometimes you need a bit of pressure just to get that extra push to produce your best piece of work Lovely. in my opinion so yeah so this is recognition this, this is being smart I want to draw out a point that, you know, both of you, you know, you said you recognize yourself in what Alex was saying in terms of it's really helpful for your best work to have a deadline, to have that yeah. pressure. And so I, this, maybe there's one thing to take from this conversation is this, to, to have permission to go, okay, that's how I work. How do I set, my, set things up for myself so I have those deadlines? Because you've been in a role these last six months where there wasn't a lot of external pressure, right? There was very, I think, very little, you've got to get this done by this time. You have to take a lot of initiative, decide what you wanted to do. Yeah. Does, that, does that feel accurate? Yeah. yeah. And so the, the kind of genius breakthrough is, okay, well, given that it's not coming externally, naturally, how do I create that for myself? A little bit like we've talked about with Alex, in terms of, okay, well, that's, you know, this is a, a way of artificially creating deadlines. How do you do that for yourself? Uh, and so that I just want to, I want to sort of just highlight a, you know, a way to work with your brain in that way, just given how you are. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess it's just 
I know it is a hard one because it's it just I think it depends on the person how you work. But I think the best way is to just plan what you're gonna do, and I think the putting like an incentive to it, so it will just make you wanna get stuff done. So always saying, if I get this done, I'll do this, or I can move on to something. It's just something positive to make you keep pushing and getting that work done. Mm-hmm. So I think an incentive will help. Yeah, and as definitely. you said, everyone's different, right? Yeah. Everyone needs, and this is where, we, where the, the work we say, you know, what's your work? It's, it's, it's doing, knowing yourself and knowing what's going to work for you in order to create and perform at a high level. Yeah. Different people need different things, and even the same person needs different things at different times based on what's going on. So one of the things I'd like to do with you, Nana, is do a little review of how was your six months? Yeah. You know, how satisfied are you with it? Learnings, insights, reflections, where do you go next? Okay, so what I'd, what I'd ask is to do an overall score between zero and 10. And because you know my scoring, there's, there's no number seven. <laughs> yeah. So what score would you give your, your six months um, working? Um. I'd give it an eight and a half. Okay. Yeah, eight and a half. Uh, an eight, because I know you don't like the half. So I don't mind eight. halves, as long as it's not a six and a half or a seven, you know, seven and a half. But yeah, okay, so eight uh, and a half. Yeah, I put, um, yeah, I believe, yeah, eight and a half, because it's been great. I've enjoyed every minute of it. Um, a chance to get some experience in a field that I have, that I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. I went to uni and studied marketing, and that's, I got that role at People and Their Brilliance. So, um, yeah, I'm, I've, I'm really like satisfied of just having this opportunity, meeting a, a great boss, learning a lot from you, meeting some great people that I would class as like my friends, people mm. outside of work, I was still seeing, speak with. So like, it's been yeah, a great experience. That's lovely to hear. Yeah. So you, you studied marketing. Yep. You've had an opportunity to, to use that, apply that over the six months in a related area of work. Yeah, You've been surrounded by nice people. Yeah. You've kind of got some good relationships, connections, which are going to last beyond. So mm-hmm. all of this, and, and you've had an amazing boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that all sounds wonderful. And it also sounds, it also sounds nice, which is, that's not a criticism. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering about when you look at the Nana of six months ago, like when we first met, do you remember yeah. coming into the office? Yeah. yeah. And the Nana of now, mm. what do you see as the difference? Um, yeah, there's there's a couple actually. Definitely, I think my confidence has grown because that was something I remember we discussed about. It wasn't my strongest point, but I feel I'm a bit more confident in just speaking with new people, speaking in places where I don't feel comfortable in. Even now, like, yeah. I feel good. I'm not, I don't feel any nerves. Usually, if this was six months ago, I'd probably be nervous, a bit wary. Do I really want to do this? But like, I feel good doing this. Um, yeah, so definitely my confidence has increased. So let's just pause on that one, because that's amazing. Yeah. And rings true from my experience of you. I can imagine you saying no to this, and I'm very polite, because you're very polite and respectful. But yeah. I can imagine you saying, oh, actually, I'd rather not, or do I have to? Which obviously yeah. you don't have to. It's an invitation to come on. Yeah. And so the fact that you've taken the invitation, and as you say, you're feeling at ease doing it, 
I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I'm really happy to hear that. Thank you. And see that. <laughs> yeah. And what does that, you know, let's talk about what that enables for you, that, that feeling of confidence. What, 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 how does that helpful or useful for you? Um, just in general life, it's just a different approach to life. And also looking for work now. So I, I just have a different mindset and approach in looking for jobs. So before I would have been, oh, can I do this? When I'm looking at job descriptions, sometimes I'm doubting myself. I can't do that or I don't feel I have enough skills for this type of role. But now it's just, I'm just, if it's there, I'm just going to go for it because I have that experience. And I just feel I'm good enough to do it, so why not go Fantastic. Yeah. That sounds lovely and, and, and helpful. Yeah. Great. Sorry, and I interrupted your flow. So, no, no, so confidence, that was yeah. one of the things. What else? Um, confidence and definitely just stepping out of my comfort zone. Um, so doing stuff that, like, what's not in my role. For example, calling candidates. So I was doing some of the recruitment stuff or training stuff, sorry, at one point. And which I also was a bit worried about, but I did manage to get some of it done. So it was just, it was something new, but I enjoyed it because it wasn't something I'm used to, but I managed to do it in the end. So I was proud of myself just yeah. doing something different. So, so. so picking up the phone, yeah. calling people that, and you were speaking to employers and candidates, yeah. I think, yeah. right? And they weren't necessarily expecting your call. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people have have kind of, I think this maybe we'll use the word fear around it. Like they're not sure, or is this something I want to do? Yeah. How's it going to go? And I don't know if it's a generational thing. I mean, I, I've been, I'm learning that, uh, I don't want to say this the right way, but people don't seem to spend much time talking to each other on the phone and calling mm. each other up anymore, mm. right? There's a lot of chat. Maybe there's FaceTime or video. I don't know what there is, but there's kind of or WhatsApping or whatever there is, yeah. but kind of just actually making a phone call to someone seems a little bit alien. Yeah. Is that my... I mean, everyone's different, but for me personally, I don't know. It's I just find it weird talking to someone random. Like, they're not expecting my call and they're just hearing from me and this. I don't know. It's it, Maybe it's just me, but... I just find it weird sometimes just yeah. talking to her. Alex, anything you can shed light I on? think with the phone call aspect, like if it's a stranger, it feels very intrusive. Mm. Um, even with friends, you know, it's like I always text them beforehand, oh, do you want to call? Like yeah. you you yeah. have to like set it up. But then I've yeah. had like a few people I'm very close with say, just phone me whenever. Like I'll be there to pick up. And if I'm not, I'll just yeah. message back. So yeah. it's, it's I think it's that uncertainty a little bit. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so maybe, maybe, and maybe it is a bit intrusive. Mm. I guess it, you know I've I've I grown up at a time of <laughs> like so old um, where we didn't you know before internet that's not quite true there was internet but we weren't using it in the same way we didn't have yeah. WhatsApp and chat and all yeah. that kind of stuff so it was like okay if you want to reach someone you need to pick up the phone and call them send them a letter I mean okay we we're just using email when when I was starting working but it wasn't it wasn't a normal so that that's my default is okay let's pick up the phone. And have mm. a conversation. Um, so again, just want to acknowledge, well done for doing it. And as you say, going out of your comfort zone. Yeah. This is a great skill and quality to have, to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm. Right? Yeah. Otherwise, our life shrinks. 
because whatever you know, do just kind of oh, I'm not, you know, I haven't done that for a while. Okay, well, I won't do that. You know, just seems you know anything we haven't done for a bit mm. seems uncomfortable. Yeah. That's just how our brains work. And having having you know, we're recording this in in October twenty one, twenty twenty one. We've had the experience of the pandemic and, and being restricted in our movements. We we forgot how to do a lot of things that we would normally do. And suddenly they seem scary, whereas before it's like oh, we did that all the time. And we have to relearn or push ourselves to get to refine our kind of areas of growth and learning. So if, so I think it's a a really important quality mm-hmm. of Am I willing, able to go towards something that I'm initially feeling uncomfortable with? And the way that can expand your life and what's available to you, if I'm willing to go with that, versus, no, if it feels uncomfortable, even for a little bit, then then it's a no. Yeah. But I, I think that only leads to life getting smaller. Mm-hmm. Does that, does that yeah. seem to make sense? Yeah. So I'm curious about where else could you use that in your life right now? That quality that you've thought up to going towards what's uncomfortable? Um, I think even in, um, where else could I use that? Um, say, I'd say in like the, I don't know if I've probably already touched on it, but in like the workplace, mm-hmm. I think just meeting new people, sometimes for me it can be a bit, not as much now, but it's usually just, I'm usually a bit timid I'm yeah. to myself. Yeah. I've kind of, as the six months passed by, I've kind of like opened up a bit more and being myself a lot more and just opening up to people. So I think, yeah, definitely, in that aspect, it will help as well. Just building new connections and building a network as well. Yeah. Helps. So one thing we so, so in the neuroscience, we we it's going to be part of my training is is we often talk about this idea of moving from overwhelming threat or challenge yeah. to manageable threat. That sounds like what you're talking about. Like okay, before it was overwhelming. Oh my gosh, I don't know what to do in this situation. Uh, and now it's going. Oh yeah, I noticed a little bit of timidity and. I'm able to go towards it or be with it and, yeah. and still do what I want to do. Yeah. So meeting new people, what else? Because these are great these are great markers for our brain to know, yeah, you know what, I'm doing lots of things which are in, outside of my comfort zone. I'm thinking of some things you're doing already that are in that category. So what, where, where else are you using this, this quality of, of going towards what's uncomfortable? And maybe it doesn't even seem uncomfortable now because it's like, oh, I can, I just do that. Yeah. Um, something you already mentioned that, that for me would be in that category, but maybe it's not for you. Not too sure. Um, what else? Can I share what I'm thinking, and then you yeah, can yeah, tell me? Which yeah. is because you said you're applying for jobs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that is going outside of your comfort zone, but it can. I, I, I could imagine it might yeah. be. <laughs> Or it doesn't feel like that anymore? It, not as much now because of just a, a different approach I have Great. to getting jobs. So it's not like it was before. So I'd say, yeah, it's not really uncomfortable anymore. Oh, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> what you're talking about. That's easy for me now. That's what's, this, this is who I am. Great. Yeah. That's lovely to hear. Yeah. So 
you've grown in confidence and maybe one of the causal factors for that has been going outside of your comfort zone. Because yeah. right? that builds confidence. Like, oh, I could do that. I didn't yeah. know I could do that. We get a sense of growth, progression. We do it again and again, repetition that builds, builds confidence. Yeah. What else do you see as different from six months ago? I'd say the, um, um, Max, like my experience in marketing, um, I'd say that's definitely changed because obviously studying in university, I'm only doing the theory um, and actually doing the practical, actually doing it is, is, is a lot. I would say it's very different to learning it yeah. Because the stuff I'm doing now and the stuff I was learning in university was, there's a lot of differences. I think in university is quite old fashioned. A lot of the modules I studied were quite old. It wasn't really what I'm doing now. So it, the creative side, I, I enjoyed a lot of the creative mm. sides of marketing, uh, putting stuff on social media, creating posts. I didn't really learn about that in university. Yeah. So. I'd say definitely my skill set in marketing has definitely increased in definitely social media. I'd say that's also gotten better from yeah. six months ago. So it sounds like you may have even discovered, I don't know if this is true, but I, I saw the results of it. You may have discovered a creative side of yourself that, yeah, that you didn't know was yeah. there. I don't know. But yeah, because I wouldn't say I'm a creative person at all. But <laughs> what I've managed to produce at people in brilliance i'm definitely proud of myself because i didn't know i had that in me there you so, go that's amazing <laughs> yeah and it was good i was i mean you know i've, I've employed full-time you know say professional designers i'm amazed to hear that honestly given what you created yeah it was really good no, thank you and it sounds like you enjoyed it yeah definitely it was fun yeah how how is it to hear me compliment you yeah, it's good. It's like I'm proud of myself because I know I've accomplished something. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. Good, good. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. What else would be good to talk about or useful for you to kind of reflect on your experience? Mm. See, about the training. Because I did... I did learn a bit, like quite a bit from my tra from the training. So I'd say maybe I can touch base on that and how that helped me as well. Yeah. So so again, just for context, so that yeah. we had sort of we call it you know, radical employability training. Yes, I, that yeah. was kind of regular intervals through the placement. Yeah. What did yeah. you What did you get from that? Um, just like literally with the approach, it 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 helped me just understand myself a bit more. Um, just my approach to work and basically everything in life in general is a different approach. So I remember one thing I took from at the start in the radical employability was about brilliance and just thinking about the val my value, what can I bring rather than what is what is like on the job description, what can I actually bring to the job I'm applying to. So I learned a lot from that definitely. Um, so again, for, for contextualizing, we talk about this this mindset of contribution. Yeah. So instead of what can I get from this job, yeah. what can I give? Yeah. yeah. What yeah. can I contribute? And it's a massive shift, I think, for most people. 
and, and, and as you heard me talk about in the training, I, I, I'm claiming that most of us, most of the time, are coming with this mindset of what can I get from this person, this situation, this yeah. relationship, this organization, this job, whatever. We're in a kind of consumer mode of what can I get. Yeah. And, a, and a, you know, our brains might be reacting, well, of course, why, why else would I be in this relationship if I'm not going to get something from it? I might even think about that in a romantic partner. Like, well, why would I be in this relationship if I'm not going to get something from it? Yeah. And it's a very different frame to come with, okay, I'm in a relationship so that I can make a contribution. What is there to contribute? And if I'm in a relationship with an employer in a job, what can I contribute? What's the value that I can add? Which I really hear you talking about and saying, okay, yeah, that was a almost like a light bulb moment for you of, oh yeah, that's a totally different frame to come from. Yeah. And and when I ask people, you know, why do you want a job? 99% of what people say is about them. I want to get this, I want to learn that, I want to, you know, be in this location, I want to work for that brand. You know, it's all about what they're going to get out of it. And it's really rare to have to people, I'm not saying it's not there, but people don't talk about, I want to make this contribution. And working for this company is going to be a great way for me to be able to make that contribution in the world. Yeah. And, and not only just make the contribution, but be able to grow my contribution over time, increase my capacity to make that contribution, which is a very different way of thinking about it. And I'm claiming it's not just different, it makes the whole process of getting a job much simpler. It's much clearer, is this the right place for me or not? You stand out much more and you, you can have a better experience. That's what I'm claiming. So yeah, thank you for mentioning that. What else? Um, from the training, um, um, also I think it was about one what definitely stuck with me was um, the one about the appreciation. I think mm -hmm. was it gratitude from someone else. I think it was I think that one really stuck with me because it helped me appreciate what other people have done for me as well. So my like the past six months looking for a job, he was there to like help me and push me to eventually find something. So that that did definitely stick with me um and so again for people that that didn't go through that experience this was this was if i'm recalling the the practice of, of really recognizing and appreciating the people that are around you yeah. who, who have been an incredible support yeah and freely given themselves through the ups and downs to be there for you to believe in you support you in whatever way has been helpful and so yeah. the, the process was really bringing them to mind and reflecting and acknowledging and letting them know, hey, because I'm saying, oh, they know, they know they've been a great support to me. It's like, well, do they? Mm -hmm. Have you told them? It's like, well, I haven't told them, but they know. So, like, okay, so what's it like to tell them? And it can be a conversation that we don't normally have, and yet it can be one of the most powerful exchanges that we might have with that person as a way of really deepening our relationship and and taking a moment for ourselves to acknowledge it. And for them to know, and it's a beautiful thing, and it feel I think it feels nice, right, to, to yeah. be able to give that that feedback. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, those are like the main things that really okay. stuck with me and helped me. Can I ask you a different kind of question? Yeah, then? sure. Anything that you would have hoped to have got from the training or the experience that you didn't get, or that you'd like to ask me about, or kind of that that feels? Hmm, what about this? And there may not be, and, and just want to create that opportunity in case. 
Um, no, I don't think there's... I learned a lot from the trainers. So I don't think there's anything that I didn't get from it, so I'd say. So, but you gave me an age and a half, but you said gave me, you gave your experience yeah. an age and a half. Yeah. Try not to personalize it. Uh, you gave the experience <laughs> eight and a half. So yeah. what would have made it a 10? Um, the, that actually was on my part. I actually feel I could have done a lot more. Okay. So it would have been a 10 if I did that extra. I feel, I know I did a good job, but I know I could have done a lot more. I didn't push myself enough, but I think towards the, Towards the final, towards the summer and now, I feel I've pushed myself a lot more. Great. So that's why I'm saying it wasn't a 10 because at the start, I was just here, just kind of just doing stuff. I wasn't really saying, I want to get this done by this day. I, I, Great. It was just, yeah. So you could see there was, uh, I just used the word lack of focus. You haven't used that word, yeah, but you're just, kind of going through the motions a little bit in the beginning. Yeah. And you found your groove and a way to get more focus, get more deliverables done, raise your performance, and get to a standard that you're really happy with. Yeah. I'd call that a success. Because a different version is that I put in place a structure which meant that you didn't, you weren't able to be, you know, like, hey, no, no, I need this from you this week, this week, you know, that you, you came in already delivering at that level. Yeah. And then you never got to discover it for yourself of, hey, okay, what do I, okay, that's not, that's not coming. What do I need to do to get myself performing at the level I need, I want to, maybe need to. That's a great, that's a great learning. Mm. So what, what is, let's unpack that. What, what was the key to that shift? I think the key was, um, I think we had, there was one meeting we had I think with you and it was just about it we started putting stuff on Airtable and certain we started setting up schedules which right. made sense because it just putting just stuff it just at random it just doesn't make sense so if we have a schedule and things to follow it makes more sense and also doing a lot of research on what we're doing how to do it at the best of our abilities so posting on social media when is the best time to person got there so got it so it sounds like once you had even that even the sniff of oh we could put a framework in place yeah. here then that seems like a quite a missing piece of the puzzle okay great well now we know what we're doing and how frequently now we can start to measure ourselves of how do we do it better yeah so that sounds like that was a pivotal moment yeah definitely and then also get having a relationship with the recruitment team also helped us a lot because building a relationship there and also just putting some different content, actually getting jobs out onto onto social media platforms where people can see it and apply to jobs. So that shift as well also helped us a lot. So Great. Yeah. You talked powerfully and you came quite alive talking about your designing and, and applying yourself and doing I'm con I'm curious now when you're you're currently looking for looking for yeah. roles. Yeah. Are you able to keep that skill set alive? Is there anything that you're doing that, that enables you to, to keep your hand in, as it were? Um, uh, I wouldn't say there's anything I'm doing at the moment. It's more, it's on my CV at the moment. So yeah. there's just proof that I've got that. I've got different pictures of designs that I've done. So. 
that's some proof that I've got that done. But I wouldn't say there's really anything I'm doing, to be honest, right now to keep that alive. Yeah, so that's, and I know you're, you know, you're just coming to the end of your placement, yeah. so we're kind of in, you're about to enter a period of, oh, you might have some spare time. Yeah, yeah. And so I'd love to see the idea for you of, oh, what if once a week I just created my own thing? Yeah. For something I feel passionate about. So I don't know, I don't know things that you're interested in, or I mean, use the word passionate, but I just meant like, oh, hey, I'm going to create this for this. Hey, this week is you know, Mental Health Awareness Week. I'm going to yeah. create a, uh, you know, it's just to keep your practice up. But then if you're going for a job, people say, what have you been doing? It's like, oh, yeah. well, here's an example of some, something recently I created. Yeah. All right. And you've got artistic license to create whatever you want to create that keeps you in the game of and the rhythm of, of producing and creating. What do you think about that? Yeah. That's definitely something I should I should be doing that to be fair. So let's go. So let's let go. Should so we, we you know we, so shoulding we're couldding. So could, something yeah, you could, I could do. Yeah, I could do. How does that sound? Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, is that something good. you'd like to do? Yeah, because it, it makes sense. It's just something there to be doing, and also as you said, keeping that skill set alive. So what what platform would you be publishing that on? Probably on social media platforms. Which one? Yeah, so... Um, I don't know well, what accounts you've got. Or. So I'm, I'm I'm not really... Like, I use social media, but I'm not sociable, if that makes sense. I'm yeah. just flicking through. Yeah. But I could pull it on my Instagram or my Great. Twitter. So. Yeah, so then someone can see it, right? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Lovely. And how frequently would you... Could you imagine doing that? Well, I don't want to post too frequently because it's just like... Sometimes it gets unbearable, it's too much. But um, I could do once every other week because that makes sense. It's just then and it's not too much. That's Great. just going on. My... How does that feel? Yeah, feels good. Nice. Anything <laughs> yeah. else you want to ask me now? This is a, you know, our last kind of little bit of a checkout conversation, really. Anything you want to ask me? Mm. Yeah, I just thought, how, how do you feel, like, how... Do you feel I've done? What's your mm. like review on me? How, how have I done? Yeah, yeah lovely question. So that, then that's kind of where I was going. Actually, I'm going to go the reverse way, which is I'd love to give you, love you to give me some feedback as well. So yeah. that's what's coming. Yeah. Um, I think you've done really well. And the reason I say that is because there wasn't a lot of structure in place. You were coming into a new role that we yeah. created for the Kickstart scheme. There was uh, no one above you giving you clear direction and deliverables on a regular basis, yeah. right? There's very high level, okay, look, can you help with this? And so as you little bit you described, you had to find your way and find your rhythm and kind of go, okay, well, how do I do a good job here? And it did take a little bit to get started and get to get at a level of performance. I go, okay, this is going well. And I think, you know, for me, part of that journey is discovering, okay, well, how do I manage myself? How do I figure out what needs doing, what needs prioritizing, or what good looks like? And, and so those skill sets that you've developed, I'm really happy to see. And I'm, I'm excited to see your confidence growing. And I'm, and I'm you know, things we touched on, the, the creative side, I really encourage you to develop because I think, you know, there's something there mm. that, that's powerful for you to bring in, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, 
So I think given the conditions, I think you've done really well. I think, you know, I would like to have given you some more direction than I was able to give you or did give you mm-hmm. through, through the experience. Um, but that's on me, not you. And I think that might have even, you know, maybe created the opportunity sooner for you to get in the groove or even just enabled the performance to go up even another level because there was more clarity and more measurable and deliverables that were, yeah, that was, that was clearer. So yeah. I, you know, but I would put that on me. Um, so I think, I think you've used the opportunity well to go from where you were to, you know, several steps forward. Mm. So I think, I think, as you said, you can be proud of yourself and I'm, I'm, that growth in confidence is a big one for me. You, know, you came in, and you, you know, I'm sure you remember, like even when we first met on yeah. Zoom, it's like, I don't want to have my camera on. <laughs> I don't, that's not, yeah. I'm not a camera on person. Mm. Right? And you, you persisted with that, which is fine, but that was, that was, that's a big step from where we are now, yeah. which is being on camera <laughs> and recording this, especially, mm. you know, and, and yeah. having, you know, that's huge. Mm. And not that we all need to be on camera all this bit, but just that confidence that's come inside you. And the thing which stood out for me, I guess maybe this would be a piece of feedback. And the reason, the reason I hired you is not because of the skill set that you had, right? Or because you'd done a marketing degree. What I, what I felt was the hunger you had to work. Like, I want to be working. I don't want to be stuck at home. Yeah. And even though there were other things that I saw missing, like that counted for a lot for me. Of you know, this person wants a break, would really value a break, as in an opportunity. I'm going to give him one, and that's what stood out for me. And so I'm happy that you've made the most of it, or made a lot of it. Yeah. How how how's that? No, yeah, that. As, yeah, thank you like, for the opportunity because it helped me a lot, definitely. So, yeah, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Good. So now's a chance for you to give me some feedback. Yeah. And I know it's not easy to give, you know, sometimes it's not easy. It's not, sometimes it's not easy to give feedback and we're not used to doing it. And maybe because I, I used to be your boss because we're coming to the end of this, right? It's last last day. Contract's finishing. Um, what could I improve? I mean, we we'll st- we'll start with a slightly easier one, but what, what did you like about, what's, what would be good to know about, what would be good for me to know about me as a leader that you say, yeah, do more of this. This is, this is really, and I'll see the same accent. So what, what, yeah, what would be good for me to know? Do, yeah, keep doing this. This is great. Um, just how you always like want clarity. So it's always, I want this done or... It's not like, because sometimes this stuff is not really clear. And I, I I respect how you want it to be. This is how I want it done, like this. So there's no running around the bush, just literally direct straight. This is how I want it. I, I like that a lot. And then just as a leader, just how you push everyone, you motivate everyone to just get things done. And how you, yeah, just as a team, like our Monday meetings helps a lot. It's just, it's a chance to just, get together and speak about what we're doing and um, what we're going to do. So I definitely, as a leader, definitely respect the way you just carry the team and 
get us going. So, yeah. Thank you. No. And what about what? Where do you see I could improve or develop or grow? Um, this would be a great gift for me. That you can give I me. think you've touched on it already. It's just uh, at the start, it was just there, there wasn't really a direction. So I felt I didn't really know you that much at the start. So yeah, I think that's the only thing was just maybe we could have just had a bit more clarity and spoke about what we're doing a bit more. But that was at the start. But yeah, I'd say that's the only thing is just trying to build that relationship of what we're doing and knowing, yeah, so just that. Yeah, I, I think that's yeah. totally fair and accurate. Yeah. No, no question. I think I think you were, or I, I left you if I want to take the responsibility for it in the deep end. And, I, you know, it's fine to be in the deep end, but it's yeah. kind of, it was a little, I think maybe it was too, I won't say too much, but yeah, certainly I would have wanted to, and I think it would have been beneficial to have had a little bit more support yeah. in those early, yeah, those early weeks. And yeah, just reflecting, there was a, there was a huge amount that was on my plate at the yeah, time. Of and yeah, that's fair enough. That's in, fair in the nicest enough. possible way, mm. you fell off the side of it. I mean, not completely. No, that's, that's in terms of giving you the level of care and attention yeah. that I might have liked to. Yeah. Mm. Anything else you want to tell me? Mm, no, that's just, that's basically it. Just, all I can do is just thank you for giving me the opportunity to just be in something that I have a drive for, I have a passion, what I'm interested in. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, that's just, all I can do is just show my appreciation. So, yeah. Very, I'm very happy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you as well. Yeah. Alex, anything you want to feed back to me? Um, Either from these conversations or more generally, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready and listening. Um, yeah, just like, um, I think I've learned over the last couple of weeks, months or so, like just that you are just quite an approachable person and I can come to you and all of us like will come to you and ask for your support and also, this like you're not afraid, I think, to question us so that we can then question, oh, what are we actually doing um, Like when we bring issues to you and stuff. So I think that's so much better than just being like, right, you do this, because you're actually learning the thought process of how to like work out what is the better choice or the, like whatever. So, yeah, I, th I really like respect that from what I've experienced at the moment. And what could I be working on or, or doing better on? Um, just being more available. <laughs> yeah, perhaps just, I know that's so difficult, but sometimes I'm just like, oh, I really could ask Darius this question and he's just not in the office. So <laughs> I think that's just my, yeah, if we're going off the top of my head. Yeah, well, it's good. And, it, and it's kind of, you know, it's a double-edged sword, mm. right? Because me not being there forces you to think more and go, okay, well, how, how do I sort this out? Then? Yeah. So which is, I can say, really helpful. And there can be a time for having the, the conversation. Yep. And if if, if, the, you know, if, it's, if you're saying that balance maybe feels like, oh, yeah, if we could move the dial towards a little more availability, you know, I'm happy to, happy to mm. consider that if that's, if that's what you're feeling. Yeah. I think it's just day to day in the office, just always in the booths. So yeah. 
sometimes feel hard to like grab you and catch you down and also it's my own thing being like oh he's busy I shouldn't he's he's been in the phone booth all day and now he's doing work and I feel like I can't but that's my it obviously is, like it? my yeah. <laughs> I kind of, like every time I'm like Darius and you're like yes Alex <laughs> yeah you're, yeah so can I can I say no to you if you say Darius can I have five minutes no another time or right. I'm busy right now yeah please and do you think I'm uh, from what you know of me, do you think I would find that difficult? To Not do? at all. Right. Yeah. So you can just ask. Yeah. And I can say no. Mm-hmm. Or hopefully yeah. give a, hey, could we, you know, is this a now thing or tomorrow yeah. or whatever it might be? But at least I know then there's something that you want to talk through. Mm-hmm. Great. Cool. All right. I think we can draw things to a close there. Yeah. Thank you both. Thank you as Thanks. well. Energy, contributions, honesty, openness. You know, that's what, you know, for me, the most important thing is that we're having real conversations. So that's what I feel like we've had this morning. Yeah. Um, and thank you for listening, watching. Hope that something that connected for you resonated. Somehow you see yourself, maybe a lot, a little, in some of what Nana and Alex have been talking about. And uh, I wish you well on whatever stage of the journey you're on. See you next time.